As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. How do I sound now? Sound okay? Did you ask Pop that question? Let's do it. Welcome to The Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on The Athletic Podcast Network. Okay, here we go. Bruce, I hear that now you guys are actually the 11th seed, <clears throat> so you're out of the playing game. What changes going forward? Nothing, man. Nothing. And why is that? Because it doesn't. And welcome back to Hoops Adjacent on the Athletic NBA Show. No playoffs here in D.C., of course, again, for the Wizards. Uh, no playoffs for our guest Brad Turner. And- <laughs> Hold on, it ain't over. But, 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 but playoffs for the Warriors and Marcus Thompson. Well, oh! Hey, hey, I think I think our, our guest is, is a little bit fine with no playoffs. I think he's going to enjoy. Dude, I was, okay, so BT, Brad Turner from the LA Times. Yes. Have you made, the most important question is, have you made your European reservations already? Empty. DA. <laughs> Are you serious asking me that question? <laughs> I'm just going to say that my flight leaves LA on August the 16th at 10.30 a.m., I connect in San Francisco. I leave there at 2.30 p.m. I arrive in Paris, France, on the 17th at 10.30 a.m. Not that I know my details. I'm not going to the details of what's going on. I, so, thought, yeah. I thought you would be leaving April 17th. <laughs> well, the thought has crossed my mind. <laughs> But I'm going to stick it out here and to stay around for a little while longer and go my normal time to see my friends when they're all, when they're in town. They can take me around and show me some new restaurants. Okay, so y'all don't know the, the BT travel experience. This man. It's has, legendary. Yeah. It's unbelievable, legendary. man. I, how did that start? How did you just start deciding I'm going to go to Europe and, I'm, and that's what I'm going to do? Man, I'm going to say the very first time was when I was in high school. My high school basketball team at Pasadena Went to Europe. We went to Luxembourg, Paris, and of course we got to Paris. A bunch of knuckleheads. We broke curfew because that's what we do. <laughs> we got caught back in curfew, and the coach says, "You guys are in trouble." And being a bunch of knuckleheads, okay, coach, send us home. <laughs> so I've been this way my entire life, guys. I've <laughs> dude. But I went back in 1999 as an adult. I liked it a little bit. I went back in 2000 
with our boy, Buck Spears. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we stayed with Tariq Abdul-Bahá. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then I learned to start loving Paris. Yeah. And loving the French culture. Then I met friends along the way because the Lakers was so damn good <laughs> with Kobe and Shaq. They, they had issues, a lot of them. <laughs> but people would come over from Paris and they would ask me, my friend, my friend, why should you talking to you doing the NBA Finals? I guess, oh, because I, I've covered a guy the whole damn year, but, but he only talks. To, he only talks to you. D, I said he ain't saying nothing. Believe me, it's game one of the NBA Finals. He ain't said a doggone thing. That's printable. I can promise you. All right, so, so be, from that point on, I, I just cannot get enough. All right, so who's who? You got a you got an NBA. You got a you. Anybody you meeting over there that you regularly see over there? You know, there's one guy named Remy Rebeshine mm-hmm. who's with BN Sports. He does an NBA show for them. Okay. He just today sent me a video that we did when he was here about three weeks ago. He did something on the Clippers because they're real good friends with Nick Batum. Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah. So the Clippers actually allowed them to go into their facility, to go into the training room. And so he interviewed me on a court when it was the Lakers and Clippers playing each other, and it was the Lakers home game. Yeah. And he wanted to know, how does this work? And I tried to explain to him that L.A. loves the Lakers because they are an institution. L.A. loves the Dodgers, which I told him, that's baseball, in case you don't know, <laughs> because they are an institution that has won. L.A. loves the USC because they're also a winning institution. So he understood that part of it. And then the Clippers just sort of, they're trying to fit in. We got the Rams just won a Super Bowl here. Yeah. UCLA basketball has been pretty good. So is UCLA football. So the Clippers are trying to find their footing. And it's just very difficult for them to do. So trying to explain that to my friend in Paris, he understood. But having him around and he puts me on TV and I get over there and someone will say, hey, but friend, I think I saw you on TV. I go, yeah, yeah, that was me speaking English and no French. <laughs> Man, so you you've you've been around this train wreck this year, my man. <laughs> so where do you start with it? What 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 went worst most? For this team this year. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> hey, hey, Marcus, that's that's the ebonics coming out right there. You know what I'm saying? What be man. going worse? <laughs> than- <laughs> man, how do you start? Well, let's just be honest. It starts with AD and LeBron really believing they could play with, with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. That was some a huge mistake on their part. If only because Russell is not known for his outside shooting. He's not very good at it. Mm-hmm. Russell is known to be ball dominant. He's best at that. But who's better at that, that than him? That's LeBron James. <laughs> Who would you prefer to have the ball in their hands, Russell or LeBron James? Despite Russell having won all those records, it wasn't going to be a good fit. And then we saw it during the preseason when the Lakers went 0-6, and they didn't play a lot of the guys, you start going, eh, the season begins, and they go 0-2. They lose to Phoenix. They lose to Golden State. I've never seen anything like this with this team. We try to compare them to 2004 
Yeah. The Lakers had Carl Malone and Gary Payton, right, right. and Shaq, but that team made it to the NBA. They made the finals, finals. right? Yeah, right. and they and they lost there, and they had a lot of sh dot 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 t going on. <laughs> sure, because did. it was going to be Phil's last year's coaching. Kobe was pissed off at Shaq. Shaq was pissed off at Kobe. Gary Payton and Carl Malone didn't know what the hell was going on. Why couldn't they play together? Would Shaq be around the next season? I mean, it was turmoil central with that team, but they still got to the finals. This team, they ain't even probably, I'm going to say probably, not making it into the playoffs. It's just crazy. I mean, it, it, it is amazing right. to me that this team, but as one coach told me today. It ain't over. <laughs> uh, it, it, you know what? You're right, but it's over. But <laughs> we ain't gonna put the R in there, but it's over. Oh, oh, over. Over. Uh, look, at my, look at my fridge. Over. Uh, so uh, just just so y'all listeners know, uh, when you when you enter this game as a as a sports writer, there are certain people who become your ally. So man. BT was one of the very early <laughs> allies who told me, here's where you go. Here's how you do it. But, man, I've watched you. I remember being in awe of watching how you talk to everybody. Ooh. Like, it didn't change. It was just like, yo, he, 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 I was just like, yo, you can talk to them like that? Like, what is happening? So my heart was full watching you talk to Russell Westbrook. It was a master class <laughs> on how to hold your ground exactly without being disrespectful. And it, and you really weren't trying to get the shine. You know, it wasn't yeah, like, look right. at me, look at me. And, and guess what happened? He respected it, right? Like to me. Yes. So I was curious, is that just BT magic, magic at play? <laughs> or... Is Russ like you know? Is, is something different about him? Is is he just more? Is is he more amenable now in in in, in down times? No, he's not that. <laughs> no. Because what Russ has done to us here in L.A., he walks in post game. We give him credit for always doing his media obligations. Mm -hmm. What we don't give him credit for is to walk in to have his cell phone like this and he's texting. As he walks in, oh yeah, he sits. He sits down, <laughs> and he's texting. So that is a total sign of, of disrespect. Mm -hmm. So we will wait for 30, 40 seconds for him to finish texting. When he does not, the question becomes, "Are you ready, Russ?" And he goes, oh, "I'm ready." And then the question comes up, whatever it is, and he answers it. He may look down and text some more. Eventually, he will stop to answer all of our questions. But that's the way he has treated us all season long. And then he reminds us later that fans will come up to him and say, you're not the same guy I saw doing a post-game interview or talking to the media, which we always say, well, that's great. But we never see the Russell Westbrook that everyone else talks about, the guy in the community. All we see is the guy who wants to be combative with us. Mm -hmm. So in turn, I don't think any of us that have covered him this year have been combative. I don't think I was combative with him last week in Dallas. It was just a simple question of Russell. You guys have fallen out of the play-in game as you'll never see what needs to change. And he says, what? Nothing, bro. Nothing. Well, why not? His response was, 
what do you think needs to change? Like, when? And bye. I said, well, you asked, I answered, but it's not in my position to say what needs to change. I'm asking you the question. So when he stood up, I thought he was leaving the post-game press conference. Mm-hmm. And I was going to pick up my phone to stop the recording. But the conversation continued. Now, yes, we both knew the cameras had been in there, but at that moment, you're not thinking you're going to continue a conversation. You're not thinking that the camera's going to follow you. You're just being in the moment. Yeah. And the conversation went on to where it went. I mean, it only lasted, DA, Marcus, I think maybe a minute. Yeah, a minute but, max. Yeah. But it was a strong minute. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, I hear that now you guys are actually the 11th seed, <clears throat> so you're out of the playing game. What changes going forward? Nothing, man. Nothing. And why is that? Because it doesn't. What does it change? We still got games to play. Other teams still got games to play. We still got to play teams that's above us in the playing. Don't really change much. What do you think should change? Winning. Okay, that's obvious. What do you think should change? Winning. Winning games, playing hard. Mm-hmm. Ask, you asked the question I gave you an answer. That's fine. You got to answer the winning? Hi. You have to answer the winning? I'm not out there playing. Maybe I think I'm. You give me the answer what you think should change. <laughs> exactly. So, well, I don't have to answer. You know, exactly. If so you don't have it, you out there, I so can't answer you. Ask me, you, you ask me to have an answer, you don't have it either. Well, maybe. but I don't play, Russell. If you, I want to get the information from you so that I can I'm give it to one you person, champ. Right. It's a team okay. game. So right. I, don't, I don't have an answer. Okay. I may have it. I but don't have it. It's all good. But I'm asking the pros who know the game, play the game, yeah, yeah. what you guys, what you think you can do to make it your part, yeah. their part, their vice sure. That's what I'm asking. No, I really don't. Okay. I respect that. Okay. You got that? Y'all got that? No. Y'all got no. it? No, respect. We can we, 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 see that? It's good. <laughs> we can. That? Y'all got that? <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, got to make sure I record that. I mean, and, and I, I never felt in that moment when he and I were talking face to face, I never felt disrespected then. I never felt as if he was trying to intimidate me yeah. because that obviously that was not going to happen. <laughs> and the one thing I did not want to do, I'm not, I was not trying to embarrass a young man by no means. I just wanted him to answer the question for Laker fans, for his fans, for NBA fans, because as I said, he is a professional. I cannot answer a question that a professional would know more about this game than I happen to know. And you, and you're in that moment, you're giving him his respect because you're saying, "Of course, you're you're the guy. You're the professional." Yes. I don't know if I yes. knew. I'd tell everybody. I'd tell you, but I don't know. So. Exactly. You no. Know, so, but when he saw the cameras and he realized what was going on. And I'm, I could, I could only assume a part of his mind is thinking, this is not going to look good for me. Mm-hmm. So what he does, he comes over, he sh- y'all got that? Y'all got that? And he shakes my hand, and we we hug, embrace as two black men can do. Mm-hmm. And then it was over. Yeah, He left, and I sat down to do another interview with Malik Monk as the group in the room did. And Malik Monk says, I got to be better. We all have to be better. Well, Russell could have said the same thing, yeah. but they've played eight. They played seventy-six games now, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and he has yet to say that I have to be better. Mm. We have to be better, but I think if we found some more accountability from him, then it would be a better situation for him. 
but it hasn't been that way all year. So, so BT, uh, magic, <laughs> magic Johnson, who magic, uh, magic, I, making I, up rules. As yeah. you <laughs> so magic is magic is spilling tea. And basically he, he essentially said what you said, like it all began when they figured Russ would be the answer instead of going to get a buddy healed and, and a DeMar DeRozan situation, right? DeMar DeRozan wanted to come. Uh, so obviously there was a completely different route that they just chose the wrong route. So I, I'm wondering, uh, <laughs> no, how much do they know that? Like the principal parties know, like, all right, we just, we went the wrong way. So this one's a wrap. And I wonder like, what do they even want to make the Like if, if they just somehow won the last two ended up in there, would that be like the worst thing in the world for them? <laughs> They'd be like, hey, what are we doing here? Look, here we are. It's April five, and it's twelve forty, and we've just found out LeBron James is not playing tonight at Phoenix because of a sore ankle. Yeah, he didn't play against Denver because of that same sore ankle that he played mm-hmm. on against the Pelicans. Do they want to make it to the playing game? I'm going to say yes because now it saves some face, and then you can pretend you still have a chance to get into the playoffs, pretend that you can maybe win an NBA championship, when in fact you can pretend all those things you want to, yeah. it's just not going to happen. Right. It's, it's, just, it's just noise. As they say about us, block out all the outside noise, well... Right now, they're giving us a bunch of noise. But I do believe they want to get in. I mean, LeBron James would have missed the playoffs twice here in his four years with the Lakers. He came to win championships. He got a championship in the bubble. But he's also missed the playoffs one year for sure. And right now, it's looking as if it's going to be another year where he does not get in. And that goes, that's a part of his legacy. Maybe a small part of it. But he understands the Laker universe is different from the entire NBA. And if, if, as far as we concern the NBA, LeBron James is one of the, let's just say, top five best players to ever lace them up. Yeah. <clears throat> well, with Laker fans, they don't think it's the top five Lakers. Right. Now, how does, I think, how does that sound? It doesn't make sense at all. Right. And in their eyes, my friends tell me, nah, dude, you ain't top five for us. He ain't on that top five list, but in the NBA, the total part of the package, he is. Yeah. So, the you mentioned Russell hasn't had taken accountability. Has LeBron taken accountability this year? No, no, he's had a great year. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Right. But the bottom line is, he ain't making the playoffs. So something yeah. went wrong, yeah. and and would he and ever average say, in thirty? Average in thirty. Average in thirty. Now, now I know he's never. He's not going to throw Russell under the bus and say it was we made a mistake bringing Russell in. We should have brought him, but he, I know he's not going to say that. But what responsibility does he take for the season at large not working? I would say this: when he has talked to us, he has been honest and forthright to say that I could have been better, we could be better. So he has taken accountability because that's kind of who he is. Mm. But he also understands that him scoring 30 has done nothing for the team in the win column. When he and AD and Russ all played together, they were barely above 500, maybe yeah. one game above 500. Yeah. So it wasn't working <clears throat> when they were all together. 
It ain't working right. when it ain't all together. I mean, it's just a bundle of not workingness. I'm making up words as we go along. <laughs> I mean, it's just, man, it's oh, just, it's just bad. Bad, bad. bad to watch. It's to the point where Marcus AD, I told them that I was going to Phoenix and Golden State for those two games to travel with the team. Book my flight, book the hotel, and I said, I'm not going. Mm. That was after they lost two New Orleans. Then I told my coworker, Dan Wyker, you know what? If they beat Denver, I'm going to go. I'm not going to cancel my trip. Well, they lost. I was like, you know what? I ain't going. <laughs> and then we were in the press room, DA, and I see the score that San Antonio was losing to Portland. I said, you know what? How about that? <laughs> if Portland wins this game, I'm, I'm, go going, for- I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I kept thinking, you know what? I can go to Phoenix, then I can fly to San Francisco, and then, Marcus, I can go to Napa on an off day. Yeah, I'm about to say, it's tough and, to give up that yeah, Bay trip. Yeah, boy, it was tough. Hey, I love wine, but I gave it up. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. <laughs> That's a major concession right there. Man, yeah, yeah, hey, man, hey, yeah, hey, BT Loki, uh, the man out here. So. Oh, no, no question. Man, what, what? BT I, love the Bay, so he the man out here. So you, man, you giving up the Bay? That's something. Man, I gave it up, man. Dang. And I was like, you know what? Nah, I'll just go buy some wine instead. Dang. From the store. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's disappointment. So, look, yeah. there's all kinds of rumors about Vogel and what. Uh, and what, yes. what what do you think happens? What do you think? Did they did they move on? Or well, here's a couple of things. I don't see how he they can't move on with leave him. He has to be gone. They have to let him go because it's clear he's lost his voice. It's not strong enough right now with the players and the team yeah. to be fair to him. Now, when it will happen, I don't know. Yeah. The second part is because of my respect for him and what he's done and because of where I think we should operate in our business, you know, I am not someone that will write, I even let the LA Times write about who the candidates may be. Yeah. Because it's not fair, in my opinion, right. to Frank, and it's not fair to all those names that are being tossed out there. Right. <clears throat> we, we know who they are, and yes, I've had conversations with several of them just to pick their brains with yeah. the people, but... I don't like that part of right. I me. Mean, when, it, when it's over and say they do fire Frank, which we think will happen, then I don't mind starting speculating on names. But the names that we're speculating on that have been thrown out there, they're under contract still. Right, right, right. So how does that coach feel? How does the organization feel? So now t- today we're talking to Frank Vogel pregame and that question may come up. Have you heard this thing? Because it came up before. Yeah. It, it yeah. puts him in a situation where he's trying to give them the best chance to win tonight and to have a chance to get into the playing game. But it's just not going to stop. And I understand how, how this profession is, but it's just a way that I prefer not to go. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Hey, I was about to get all messy too, BT, <laughs> and ask you who is coming. But I, I have I have a thought. Yeah. But I, wa- I wanted to flip to the other side. Um because you know you you uh, are well versed in both both teams, mm. you know there is an LA team that's going to be in the play in game. Yes, uh, yes. And 
there is an LA team that if they get in, they it just look a little different. I don't think people are lining up to play them. How much does Paul George mm. coming back just change the perspective of the Clippers? Oh, I'll say this. Because I know Ty Lue so well, someone who I spoke to, by the way, this morning, <laughs> just <laughs> checking with him to see how he was doing. Yeah. I mean, and I was going to ask you if they should just go get Ty Lue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Since you're not going to drop <laughs> other names, I'm going to leave it alone. But that's what yeah. I was going to say, you know. Right. Hey, BT, oh, should they yeah. check in on Ty Lue? You know, but you, you know, are park, throwing names keep his out there, spot. so we're going to leave it alone. He can, yeah. he can keep his parking spot hey, at, hey, at, hey, at the hey, arena. Not only that, Ty Lue... Playing for the Lakers, won two rings. Brian Shaw has Tyler Lewis coach with the Clippers. He played for the Lakers and was an assistant coach for the Lakers. Larry Drew is on tie staff with the Clippers. He played for the Lakers and was also a coach with the Lakers. Correct. How about that symmetry, right? Yep, yep. But let me end that, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about that. And on top of that, when I had my encounter with Russell Westbrook, Tyloo and I spoke that Tuesday night because I said, man, Paul George comes back. You guys get down by 2,000 points again, and you come back and win a game. Man, what's going on with you, Tyloo? He goes, it's good to have Paul back. He goes, but hold on one second. What's up with you and Russ? I'm like, man, what do you mean? He goes, what's up with you and Russ, man? I said, did you just have a game tonight? What's up with you and Russ? Oh, we had a little, you know, he goes, don't worry about it, dude. I got your back, dog. Salud! <laughs> Thank you. I, pre- I appreciate it. Of course. I, mean, I, I feel as if Talu is one of the top three best coaches in the NBA today. He does. He, he does a great. What job. he's done with that team It's unbelievable. Oh my god! The fact I mean, that they're in the playoffs is ridiculous with all the injuries they've had this year. It is, and so now they have Paul back. They may get Norman Powell back. We're not so sure about Kawhi. Yeah. But, you know, their thing is they've had some success against Minnesota. The thing for the Clippers, in many ways, they were rather, this sounds silly. Well, not silly. It sounds you know, like, oh, I guess crazy. The Clippers almost would rather play the Phoenix Suns in the first round, the best team in the league, hmm. rather than face the Memphis Grizzlies. Because Memphis has given them problems. Yeah, Young, yeah, yeah. athletic. Yeah, right. They don't they don't care. They talk right. trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they got this kid named Job or man. Pretty damn good. But the Clippers have had success against Phoenix this season and also last year when they lost them in the playoffs when the law pass that became the lob and hurry yeah. around the NBA world. Yeah. yeah. That makes them lose that game there in Phoenix. So they feel comfortable playing against them. But playing against the Grizzlies is something that um, they've had to deal with. And the Grizzlies, man, them young dudes, yeah. they talk they talk that talk. <laughs> now, is it because when they, they can play, they can play small with Phoenix yes. when Phoenix goes small? Yes. I mean, Deandre Ayton does give them some problems. Yeah. Zubach has issues trying to defend him because he's so mobile. Right. But when they play small, the Clippers think they're better at playing small than anyone in the league. They mm-hmm. think they can switch up. They can throw Nick Platoon out there. Marcus Morris out there. They can throw now Paul Especially George out PG. there. Especially with PG, yeah. Oh, man, yes. 
This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Yes. I don't know, man. I feel like Memphis... In a uh, playoff setting, I look. Every, don't nobody want to play Memphis. First off, there's no, nobody no. saying give us the Grizzlies, right? <laughs> because you, do, even if you think you can beat them, you ain't saying that because you know if you <laughs> <No>. lose, <laughs> if you lose, what? they go, you, right? they gonna take the social and start talking <laughs> crazy, right? It's going down. But I do feel like the Clippers are just a tough matchup, and I wonder yes. if they're going into that series basically with nothing to lose. Right. right, they should not be there. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like Reggie Jackson with nothing to lose. I like mm-hmm. Terrence Mann with nothing to lose. Right, mm-hmm. right. right. I like right. Paul George with nothing to lose. It's, they a little bit scary, but I do, I do know what you're saying. The Warriors feel, or they should feel the same way, right? Like, you know, yes, Phoenix is the best team in the league, but I like that matchup yeah. better than the 13 young, hungry yeah, athletes man, Memphis is throwing at you, right? So, but man, I feel like if anybody. If anybody could give problems to them, it's the Clippers and it's Minnesota, because they could yeah. they could talk they could match that they could match it with them a little bit. <laughs> well, I look, but because I'll say this, I've known Talu since he was a rookie in the NBA, and if they play Memphis, they ain't scared. They ain't scared. Yeah. They his team will not be afraid of that smoke, as they like to talk about mm-hmm. there at Memphis. They will not back down. They will go at them. They'll be ready for them. And as Talu always says. Give me some time to prepare for a team in a seven-game series. My guys will be ready. Yeah. So it ain't like Memphis gonna come in there and it's gonna be a full sweep. It ain't gonna be no four, 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 D eight. Ain't gonna be that. Ain't gonna be that. <laughs> so they might have I, their hands full. We saw uh, we saw the tape of Kawhi on the, you know it's kind of walking around the practice court mm-hmm. the other day. So I mean, I, I'm guessing if there was any chance he would play, it wouldn't be to like conference finals, probably, right? I mean, it would be another month, probably. I would think, right? If then. that seems to be the, that seems to be the understanding. What I find interesting, Da, it was when he was injured last year in the series against what's it? Um, what was it? Utah? Utah, right? Was it Utah? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they kept saying that um, more or less kind of pushing it back. Yeah. They kept pushing it back, pushing it back to it got to a point where he couldn't play and he does not have the surgery until a month or so later. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So right. you know, right. you start you start thinking hindsight like is 2020. If he had had that surgery immediately, mm-hmm. then perhaps he's ready to play now. That's right. right. Weren't they playing it real coy? Yeah. Like indefinitely. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. No right. yeah. 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 No, so I wonder how. First, how Kawhi feels about that, about him taking the approach he did. I wonder how the teams actually feel about waiting and having him wait and agreeing with him that it's all right, you can wait until you feel comfortable, until you feel ready to do this. So now, if it looks like he won't 
people have been out a full year. Yeah. And no matter what, it still takes as great as he is, and he is a great top 75 player. Right. It still takes some time to get your body back and acclimated to playing NBA basketball. Marcus, you're seeing that with Clay. Now, obviously, Clay's been out for two years. Well, what a year. Yeah, two, Wait, two seasons, years. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's uh, even more, but it just takes time. And to figure out how your body operates, does it move the same? You're a year older than you were the previous year. You know, so Kawhi has some, I would say he has to make it up to do for his teammates and for the Clipper Nation. But damn, he's good. They get him back. Woo! They're right back in it. They're right back yes, in it. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah, no, they, 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 yeah, that they, year older too is that that's that year older is thirty. That ain't like twenty three right, to twenty four. Right, right, that's, right. <laughs> exactly. That thirty, that thirty is a different number in the NBA. Boy, you trade that thirty, <laughs> right? Man, thirty man, different. You you, hey, you talking about lower management? Can I get a week off? You know you what know? I'm saying? What <laughs> game off? So, BT, you have literally seen it all with the Lakers. I mean, all. What what do they do now? Like they they don't have a bunch of picks. They got the oldest team in league history. They got no picks. <laughs> no yeah, picks yeah. till night till twenty twenty seven, and they're gonna have to trade that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? And then they got this albatross of a contract of Westbrook. Yes. What can they do now? Yeah. Yeah. By the time they get a pick, I've been living in Paris full time. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, I would have learned to speak French fluently. My boy going to be in a <laughs> villa. You been telling your wife, let's go visit the B team. Come on over. <laughs> Man, where do they go from here? I would say this. The more people I talk to, the more I keep hearing that, that there's a path to that happening. Now, it could be an ugly path going forward for you two or three years to come. Yeah. But the possibilities are there. As you guys both know, there's hey, some hey, DMs out I, there and I coaches didn't hear what that you said. Think, I think you I cut said, off. What you said, I the think, more people talk, the more people you talk to, then you cut <laughs> off. What'd you say? The more people I talk to, they believe that there is a path to trading Russell if that's what the Lakers decide to do. What, well, it may not be pretty, but I think it would be a better look for them than keeping Russell here I'm not sure he wants to stay here. He wants to stay here because his family was here. Yeah. But he he was getting, he's been getting booed by Yeah, no, family. it's been bad. It's been bad. Yeah. No, and only, David, you love this one. The only other player I saw and heard get booed, Kwame Brown. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, Lord. Lord. Huh? <laughs> oh man. Man. And we and we felt sorry for Kwame Brown. Sure. I can't say it's the same with the Russell. The, old, the only trade that makes sense is for Wall, right? I mean, not the only thing that sort of makes sense. It does, but the talks I'm hearing, it wouldn't be Wall. I mean, look, he hasn't played in two years. Yeah, right. right. He also makes $47 same million. It's the same contract. It's the exact same contract. And, yeah. and he's Russell Westbrook. True. He's up and down the court, dribbles really fast, plays maybe a little bit better defense, can't shoot. Marcus, I could take... If Marcus and John Wall played a game of horse, my money's on Marcus Thompson. All day. Ah, chill. Are you watching these Instagram highlights, baby? What? John Wall's jumper you. look nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's I'm going like, to give me an account, too. You know what I'm saying? All right. So I'm going to give me an account, too. 
I think John could actually work, would work a little better, but it's still not a good fit. I hear you, Mark. Yeah, not I, BT, I definitely hear you on that. Man, if, 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 it, if it calls for giving up that pick, then I say something that they shouldn't do, they didn't do, at the trade deadline, and I don't see that changing for the Lakers for John. All right, hear me out. Unless he gets a buyout. Do they trade AD? I was just about to ask you that. Go ahead. <laughs> That's a very good question, guys. And I've been asked that question several times. And I say no. Having gotten to know AD these last couple of years, I have seen flashes of excellence, of brilliance, just not enough of it. I go back to the year they won the championship and AD hit the game-winning shot right. against Denver. Denver, yeah. I go back to last year when they went to playoffs, the Lakers lost game one at Phoenix. AD went to his room by himself and he sulked. He knew he had to be better. He came back in game two and he dominated. Right. He was just unreal force. Game two, he was really good. If you recall, the Lakers had a 2-1 lead in that series and he got hurt again. Mm -hmm. That's the AD I want to see for 82 games. Ain't that's happening. the AD. Ain't that's the AD. Anybody. We have that. You're right. We have not seen 82 games. Right. We can't do it. I'm not. I'm not saying AD should be like Giannis, who plays as if I don't want to go back to Greece ever again <laughs> unless I fly on my private jet. <laughs> but I want the 80s play like Giannis because I want to go to Greece because it's a vacation. Said, you know, I don't want to go see Calipari ever again. Yeah. <laughs> ever again. Yeah. You know? but, but you're right. We haven't seen that Anthony Davis enough of him. So I think it's there somewhere because I've seen it a few times. First off, he's got to stay healthy. I mean, number one, he mentioned to my coworker on Sunday that people have talked about his health, how he doesn't stay on the court, about he, his trainer, I mean, something has to change for him, I think, to be available to his team, mm -hmm. available to his teammates, yeah. to the organization. Something's got to change with what he does in the summertime. He what does that under is, He understands when people say he's injury prone, it's not that they're saying the injuries aren't legit, but you're right. always getting injured, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, all the time. You guys brought up Magic Johnson. Magic and I talk two or three times a week about the Lakers. Yeah. How about this, DA? I get phone calls from my boy, Ron Harper. Oh. Man, BT. I mean, Harper. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting all oh, the overtimers oh. calling because, man, what's going on with that team? Yeah. Vujic, I saw him. Oh, Vlade, the, machine's calling you. the machine's yeah. calling you. The machine's calling you. Wow. I mean, and, and of course, Robert Ore, they're all Of course, of course. Things worthy. To get the calls from those guys is always interesting to me because they want titles here. Sure. And they cannot believe this train wreck that we're now seeing. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I worry about James Worthy's health sometimes. I feel like he <laughs> he be having me worried. They're like, come on, James, hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. Hey, Marcus, let me tell you this about James, though. After it's over, He'll go smoke him a nice cigar. He'll be good. He'll be good. He'll be good. Boy, he'll be looking yeah. like he's going through it. Man. And then DA, yeah. he'll go play, he'll go play golf with Samuel L. Jackson. Of course. He's all right. He's all right. You know, he he all, right. all right. Hey, let me ask you this. What do they think of this HBO show about, about Showtime? Yeah. What they saying? Anybody, 
anyway, that's enough. I haven't seen it yet. You have? Oh, really? Okay. I haven't seen one episode early on. It comes on Sundays, I know. Yeah. And I tried to watch it the other night, but it was at episode four. Yeah. I want to see the very beginning. You want to start, yeah, yeah. But I do know that the LA Times emailed the Lakers to try to get Jeannie Buss to talk. And that answer was, we're not commenting on the show. Right. So they are not happy with it, but they won't say anything about it publicly. I happened to run into our guy, the great Jerry West, yes, on sir. Sunday <laughs> as I was leaving the arena. And that Jerry West voice, let me ask you a question. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yes, Jerry. <laughs> so this show winning time. I said, uh, yeah. They, you know, say I throw stuff around and I'm making all these comments and I'm making me like I'm crazy. That's a bunch of BS. Okay, gotta go. <laughs> and, I mean, what do you say? You just Jerry. like, all right, all right, Jerry. I'll, I'll talk to you later, Jerry. You know what's crazy you know, is like I know Jerry, right? And everybody yeah. knows Jerry. Or like, yeah, that's not him. That's not but him. When you watch it, when you watch it, you don't, you don't, you still forget that when you watch it. You're like, well, that's the thing. It's like I've seen. Like, hey, dang, Jerry just, was wilding out here. That's what I've I'm seen. Thinking, right? Four. I mean, there's been four episodes. I think I've seen. I've seen two. I haven't seen the other two. And it's like the people they got. Like the guy that's playing magic, he kind of got he kind of captures magic a little bit. It's not bad, but it's not what actually happened. You know what I mean? So it's like right. these are right. people that were calling Magic Johnson and Jerry West, but all the things we say they did, they didn't actually do, you know. So right. so that's right. where it's like if you if you show that as history, a lot of people think that's history and it's not. And that's what I that's the problem I have with it. You know. 
Is it entertaining? Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. Look, it, it, <laughs> that's, I hear that all the time. They go, man, boy, Mickey Boy, Jerry. Look, 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 yeah, yeah, no, crazy, I, they put Jerry out there, man, you know. And Jerry and I don't like doing that because Jerry's been upfront about his own issues, man. He has yes, he hasn't yes. cop he hasn't run away from him. You know what I mean? Like so, like it just makes him look cartoonish to me. And he's not a cartoon. Mm -hmm. he's, he's just no, a, no, he's not. Look, Jerry has lived a tough life. Yeah, and yeah. it has been difficult for him to even get by. Jerry was so successful at his height that, especially with the Lakers, he would have GMs from other sports calling him from the NFL, yeah. from baseball, yeah. to ask what he did to give them a blueprint because he was that guy. He took a franchise that had success, but he made them into this iconic, right. top-notch franchise, one of the tops in the world, really. People, I would call Jerry sometime and talk to him with the Lakers. He would say, oh, the Dodgers are going to make this trade. I'm like, what? <laughs> they're gonna make a trade you're, you're a basketball guy well I just got a phone call just so you know I like, call my co-workers hey y'all might want to check out this Dodger trade coming up how you know cause I got juice <laughs> right yeah, I got right. juice the juice is Jerry West the, the no part sake. that I think is difficult to watch is like, you know, you know, Jerry was here obviously, but I, right, I just think where right. they failed was like, people love Jerry yeah, and that part doesn't come exactly. across, right? Yes. Like people love Jerry, like not just like the people who worked with him, but like the, the people oh. who work around him love Jerry. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. people love right, Jerry. Right. So to me, they, they probably could have like been a if they were more authentic to that component and not make him one thousand percent nuts, so right. right. But but like people love Jerry, man. That's one thing you know about it. Like people love that dude. They like yes, they even do. the way he talk. They yeah. love even when Jerry do go off on you. It's charming, right? Like yeah, you like <laughs> you don't get, you're not even mad when he yells at yeah, you. Yeah, it's right? like yeah, man. I just got no. Jerry West. I love it, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many times have you heard either one of you? How could you like that bullshit? <laughs> oh, 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 what? <laughs> of course. Of course. You that. But he's always and like they, hella nice when it's over, right? right. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, oh hey, Tillery's hey, got, boy. you know, Tillery's got the greatest yeah, Jerry story ever. Right? All right. Okay. Okay. Give me a call back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. I'll call you back. Call, call anytime. <laughs> call anytime, yes. Let me know if you need me. Hope you're doing well, right? <laughs> you well. I, hide the family. Right, right. Yeah. And he means it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like so yeah, I don't I know. That's the problem I have with it. But it is entertaining. I, I grant you that. It's 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 entertaining. Hey, man, all I can say is it's Hollywood. It is Hollywood. Right. Right. And oh, by the way, so has it has the slap calmed down out there? Are they still talking about that out there? <laughs> <laughs> no, it has not calmed down <laughs> one eye order. Because today the LA Times had a story talking to Chris Rock's brother. Oh, and I forget which one it is, and he's not happy. He said, as Tony, far as right? he understood, yeah. yes, that Will had not called his Chris to apologize over the phone or in person, right? And that they thought that Will crying when he got the award was disingenuous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, so no, it's it's still being discussed. I mean, Will stepped down from the academies, but what does that really mean? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Did he stepped down. <laughs> like no. Was he not allowed right. to make it movies anymore? What no is that movies mean? in the works. That's all he like. <laughs> no, all I know is if I had been slapped by Will Smith, 
you guys would not be talking to me right now because I'd be, I'd have a big neck brace on. <laughs> I'd have a black eye, whiplash. I'd be so damn rich right now. He turned into Ezel, huh? You know what I'd have been, I'd have been, I'd still be crying. Oh my God. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm never oh, be the same. Never be the same ever again. Yeah. Wow. Man. All right, BT, my man. Always a pleasure, my man, brother. Man, you two dudes, Best man. Best in the business, man. Hey, let me tell you what. You two dudes, boy. Ah, specials. <laughs> Special brothers right here. No, I appreciate it, man. And look, wherever you wind up in the playoffs, man, I'm sorry. You, you Well, you might be home with the Clippers. You might might have a little, little home time. You know, well, look, I got to. If I don't, then my man Ty Lue, Will will spit me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyloo, I'm coming to a game, man. I'll be there. Don't smack me around, Tyloo. Will, will Please, uh, yes, he will. Nah. Oh man, Brad Turner, the best man. Thank you for joining us, my brother. You know, and my pleasure. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And thank you all for listening. Leave that five star review on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get this fine, fine podcast, Marcus. Them dudes leave less than five stars. What they need to need to keep it to themselves, you haters. We're gonna put some baby powder on our hands and go around slapping people. We're gonna call Jerry West and call your house. That's right. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about your, about your three star review. They do. The 11th seed. So you out of the playing game. What changes going forward? much.